Let's all go to the kitchen. Let's all go to the kitchen. Let's all go to the kitchen and get ourselves a snack. This is the way of the door. Welcome everybody to episode 80 of the Four Dorksmen podcast. I'm Nate, aka Angry Nate. J-O-E-Y. This is Collector Clint. And this is Asian Tony Stark. And thank you for joining us this week. Uh, a couple of quick housekeeping things. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore dorksman. Um, make sure if you enjoy playing podcast bingo to play along at dorksmanbingo.com. And as always, shout out to Larry uh, from the STS guys for building the redirect. And uh, obviously shout out to Andrew Newbeardland for uh building us the bingo card and you can listen to him at uh, the torby one podcast uh, that he does with his brothers um you can always email us at dorksman at gmail.com uh i'm super lazy and i haven't updated the robot yet larry emailed us earlier oh did he first email of 2021 what did larry say did you say anything interesting uh i I think it was i can actually tell you hold on it was seriously something like hi guys it says hey guys hope you're all doing well (laughs) that's the end of it he didn't do his hey hey like his hey, hey. he didn't no no he didn't no. oh larry i know missed opportunity it was down. down oh actually that wasn't the first email of the year we actually got our an amazon tax bill but that's for which <laughs> stuff but yeah. it's Thanks, not amazon. a bill it's it's notification for um like our your taxes. 1099 stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. oh tax purposes mm-hmm. we, we have to declare four dorksman taxes because mm-hmm. of our twitch oh. channel holy Mm-hmm. I never thought about that. Well, it's covered. I got it taken care of, so relax. Okay, cool. Relax. Screw you, tax man. <laughs> Fuck. Tax man. <laughs> Easy, Will Ferrell. Yeah. The Canadian is going off on the RS. I am going off. But speaking of speaking of tax man and all that stuff, I I just had to mention. Do you guys been following this GameStop? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh my god. Yeah. Did anybody buy? Oh, I wish no, I would have. I would have yeah. loved to get in on it. Yeah. Just to suck I, it to the man. I saw it when it first kind of started because I'm on Reddit just about every day on like the popular oh. page just for whatever. Mm-hmm. And I saw it starting to trend on Wall Street bets. And I was like, what is all this about? I was like, whatever. And then like the next day, it was like it exploded. Yeah. And then the next day, it exploded even more. I'm like, what the crap? Why didn't I get on on this? Yeah. Missed opportunity. Anyway, yeah. good for the Redditors. I hope they uh, hope they continue kicking ass, taking names. You can still, I mean, I mean, from a lot of the research that I've done and just reading about it, there's still a chance that it goes higher. There's still yeah. a, there's still a possibility. Sure. Because nobody knows exactly what's happening. But, yeah. you know, like anything with stock market, like gambling, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't put in money that you aren't willing to lose. There you go. No everything's got a bubble. It's going to burst yeah. eventually. And, and the yeah. question is, what side of that are you going to be on? Because eventually people are going to start seeing people starting to sell off. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, it's time. And then all of a sudden, everybody's going to, it's just going to explode. And that's when it's going to burst. And then people are going to end up being left holding the bag uh, mm-hmm. on the end. And I hope that's not people that put in their life savings to do it. And then they end up losing money. Yeah. Uh, in the end. But there's already been people cashing in on it. But once it, once they stop holding the line, as they're saying, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's going to be a free for all at that point to whoever mm-hmm. can sell off quicker. Yeah. Let's just all uh, keep I, in mind, too. Like, in the nineties during the net bubble, net bubble rather, you know, the dot com thing. There was a lot mm-hmm. of companies that started up in Silicon Valley that 
you know, overnight became millionaires and sometimes even billionaires. And then three weeks later, their stock was a penny stock. Mm -hmm. I just hope. Oh, I can't even lie. If it was me, if I had bought a week ago when I first saw it, I'd have sold by now. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's it's, a story it's like, floating around on social that um uh, I guess a kid he's like six or eight years old, his mom right. bought him like fifty shares at six dollars yeah, a share, you know, for his birthday, yeah. and then two years later he sold it, and it's like what eight thousand times what they paid for it back then. Yeah, I'm well, sorry, fine. I read the article. I was wrong. It's not his birthday. It was for Kwanzaa because one oh. of the days of Kwanzaa is about uh, economics and economy mm. and money and stuff, and so she bought that form and then had this like certificate printed out or something like that uh, to kind of have something to unwrap. And then all this stuff went crazy and they, they cashed out and Good. he took, it was like two or 3000 and put it towards college or something. And then they Smart. took a thousand and reinvested it in something, yeah. in something else just for Smart. Yeah. Smart. Well, yeah. I, I I saw, what, yeah. AMC Dodge coin, whatever. I want yeah. in on the next Dodge one. Coin. <clears throat> yep. He bought, yeah, I think he bought like uh, he invested some of it. He bought he bought himself a PlayStation Five, bought himself a new gaming computer. You know, enjoying a bit of his of his earnings. And then, yeah, I think he invested. And he should. Yeah, I mean, he should. Yeah, it's even more appropriate that he got that stuff after selling GameStop stock, yeah. so <laughs> GameStop stock. So I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I, for me personally, the craziest thing about reading all about this is the fact that like shorting stocks is a legitimate way to make oh, money. Oh yeah, it's yeah. it's just disgusting. Well, then all these so rich people are crying about it. It's like you're upset because you got conned at your own game. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, there's that uh, video clip going around of uh, Margot Robbie from. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, what movie is it where she's explaining shorting? She's, in it. Or she's in the bathtub. Um, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf yeah, of Wall no, Street. no, 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 no. It's not no, Wolf of no. Wall Street. It's um because she's only in it that one part of that whole movie. It's it's about the uh, housing crisis. Mm. Um, I can't remember the name of the movie now, but yeah, she's only in that part explaining it, and she's not like a regular character in the plot of the movie at all. She's <laughs> literally just in that one part in the bathtub explaining short sales. <laughs> anyway, I try and remember. Big it's a good short. movie. The big yeah, short. Big short. I just, there it is. I just oh, googled it. Oh. But yes, uh, yeah. But that's the only part she's in, and and she does a good job explaining it, even though you're distracted half the time. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, um, so don't listen to stock advice from any of us because we don't know what we're doing and um, yeah, have fun with it if you do. The only stock I own anymore is Funko. So yeah, I, I was going to say, if there's any stock that any of us should own, well, a lot of our friends, because that's how we met, was collecting Funko. You guys really should have bought Funko stock when it was worth $3.65 yeah. a share. You know? uh, well, I more 10 months it's ago. It's almost 12 right now, yeah. I'm happy uh, I mean, to say that I'm at the break even point again where I have a yeah. little bit of equity in the amount of stock that I have in Funko. I'm slightly above too. Yeah. I'm sorry, Joey, I interrupted you. I was just gonna say I made the comment the other day that if they would have shorted Funko stock and all of a sudden that would have taken off, like we'd have had so many people that we're friends with that were like overnight millionaires from yeah. the Funko stock being shorted. <sighs> I think as long as Funko continues to do as well as it has, it's that's I don't think that's ever going to happen. No, but no. but who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Again, not not we're not Wall Street. Not yeah. not not, yeah, not not proper investors. No. We collect plastic toys for a living, well, which do go up in value. value. <laughs> 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 Some of them do. The, the long con. Um, all these Snokes yeah. I have, man. Yeah, right. I'm I'm just I'm just building up all these Snokes, and then one day they're going to be worth pennies. 
be worth <laughs> the like, that that they're made with. I always, I always love that on Geek Together, and they're like, "Hey, I, I bought all these so I could sell them for three dollars more, making that huge profit." <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, listen up, MC, buying things for fifteen dollars and selling it for seventeen dollars. You <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> even cover it. inflation. The shipping and or shipping, yeah. the time and gas that it takes to go meet someone in person to sell this. Teach their own. Everybody's a fan of something. Let's keep moving. <laughs> All right. And that's your weekly uh common uh, whatever uh regular events update. Um so uh we'll jump into our acid dorksman. We've got two great questions again this week. Uh first question this week comes from our good buddy Ben, Benjamin Sager. Uh, shout out to Ben. Always see you on uh, game nights on Friday. So it's we last week, you hope whatever yeah. movie you saw was good. They watched Cats, and it was uh, probably terrible. Wait, did they really watch Cats? They did. They watched oh, Cats. Oh man, yeah. But they yeah, got they to see their friends. Netflix. You know that was yeah. You got to see their friends, point. and, yeah. and it's probably a great movie to watch while you're hanging out with friends because you don't have to pay attention at all, and you can talk and hang out. All right, fair enough. Um, his question: uh, Now that the trailers dropped for Kong versus Godzilla, who's your pick? Godzilla versus Kong and why? There's really only one right answer here, and if you don't answer it correctly, we're done. Well, I'm not going to answer it the way you want me to because I kind of root for the underdog, and I really want Kong to win because he's he's definitely the underdog. When you think about you know what powers Godzilla is going to be able to unleash on him, and he's just like, okay, let me take this banana peel and throw it on the ground and see if you trip on it. I do like that it looks like he's wielding Stormbreaker. Uh, in the end of the trailer, it's like, is that going to be the plot twist? Is like Kong and Asgardian, and it's going to all of a sudden be part of the MCU from now on? Kong just and uh, Bifrost, and then like just you know. I'd like to see Kong as an Avenger. That'd be fun. So that's what I'm going with. I'm going with Kong going with because Kong. A, I like the underdog, and B, he has Stormbreaker. And C, that's the wrong answer. And Clint, what's your answer? <laughs> Mothra. <hate> Mothra. <laughs> Mothra's going to come in. Wreak havoc. <laughs> that's not your. That's not your. That you. That's not the question. Uh, no. All right. Um. I. I mean. I. I'm with Joey. I like the underdog, and I want Kong to win. But oof, Godzilla's a force to be reckoned with. Unfortunately, I think Godzilla wins, and I think that's how they advance the plot of the movie in the series. But I'm rooting for Kong, but I'm expecting Godzilla. I'm expecting a new threat that they both have to team up against. Monster, I'm telling you. No, it's going to be the you, Megazord. Joey. You're going to walk in and you're going to fight both of them. It's going to be great. So, kind of a spoiler alert. Do you? I mean, Joey probably knows this already, but the spoiler. Did you guys see the the actual Kong versus Godzilla spoiler from the leaks? No, no I, I haven't know. even seen the trailer. Okay. Oh, okay. The trailer um, actually looks pretty good. There's a there's a really really big spoiler in the back of the Funko box that someone leaked. And um, oh, I, mean, I have seen that. The yeah. One? yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know if we want to spoil it for everybody. No, no, no? okay, no. That's, that's not okay. Ryan, what's your answer? Uh, being that I haven't seen the trailer, um, and being that I am of Japanese ancestry, I'm gonna say Gojira, <laughs> which is the proper pronunciation for Godzilla. That's G O G I R A for anybody that wants to phonetic it out. Uh, I do want to say this though. <laughs> I think this is funny. I did write this down, so ding the bell, Clint. All right. Oh, you wrote it down. Yeah. Sorry. That's what we're talking about. All right. Is Kong and, I, and as Guardian. I like that as a title. For it. <laughs> That's like clickbait. That's totally. It really is. Yeah. 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 A good title. So hats off to you, Joey. But yeah. Um, I, I like Clint's comment also about Mothra, although I would say as a spoiler, it's going to be Godzilla versus the Megazord. 
Okay. Uh, Game on. <laughs> Ryan makes it awkward. Yep. Um, I, I, I'm. It's easy. Godzilla, just because it's to do the things of walking nuclear power plant, and you're gonna send a monkey with an axe against him. It's not gonna happen. Not just any axe, though, sir. Stormbreaker. Star. <laughs> <laughs> I always if he actually thought... wields a Stormbreaker or something similar to that, then you know maybe it'll be a more even fight. But I it's don't even on one of the Funko Pops. One of the Funko Pops has him with the light up axe in his hand. I thought but... I always thought Kong was smaller than Godzilla. I didn't realize they were the same ish height. Well, they made two comments. They're not one, supposed to be. I didn't yeah, think so. Skull yeah. Island. They made the comment that he was just a baby and he still had some growing to do. That right. was the quote that John C. Riley's character had, and then. I read something earlier this week about the producer or somebody was saying how they realized it was going to be something that they're going to have to deal with and they were just going to deal with it. And basically it's a movie, get over it. Just use your mm. imagination. Understood. I, I'm just saying, I thought, cause I, again, like you said, in that last one, Kong Island, they kind of made a whole point about it. So mm. anyway. I also think at the same time, like I don't think any of the monsters in these movies actually ever die. Like they, go into hibernation or they're dropped to the bottom of the ocean or maybe they're yeeted to the moon, whatever. They always come back. Like they, sure. they're, they're never dead, dead because you can't have a monster universe without the monsters, right? You're not just going to constantly make new ones. And they've, they've have some great monsters in that uh, entire universe. Like Clint mentioned, there's Mothra and there's just tons of other ones. Um, even the ones that we've seen in the previous movies of, of, of Godzilla movies. So it's happening, and I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it, and they're doing a great job with it. So I'm really excited for this movie. Well, good, good, good. Yeah. Very good question, Ben. Thank you. Yeah, Ben. I know Ben's going to pick Godzilla. I think he already answered Godzilla. He didn't, but I did ask him. So I'll yeah. let you know if he responds here. All right. And um, our second question, also a movie-themed question, comes from Steph, our good friend Steph, the underscore Steffel. Uh, what is your least favorite movie of all time? Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Garbage. Get out of here. Trash. No, 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 that's, ever. <laughs> that's worse than The Spirit? Yes. Wow. Mm, wow. Because wow. at least like with The Spirit, and if our listeners right now don't remember, Nate made me watch that movie, and I have not yeah, forgiven him. He gets a live tweet about it, too. He's out of my <laughs> will. Um, I'm, like, I'm trying to think how to explain this. Like, at least, as bad as The Spirit was, at least, like, I mean, it had a story that I could kind of follow. Fear and Loving in Las Vegas is not a story, dude. It is just a live action acid trip. That is all, or mushroom trip, whichever one you want to say it is. That's all it is. It's not a movie at all. But that's the story, is that they're on drugs. There is no story. It's dumb. Like, it's the dumbest movie ever made. Like, period. You're lucky we're quarantined right now, sir. Like, lie there and and slap him on the face. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Anyway, cool. I'm going to go ahead and interrupt you. <laughs> because, Trash. Uh, there you go. Um, so I, I know I've mentioned on this podcast before that I walked out of the second Chainsaw Massacre movie, um, which I, is a decision I still stand by. I have never seen the first, but that is not my worst. The worst movie I can actually think of that I've ever seen was the movie Envy with uh, Ben Stiller and Jack Black. I know I, I see some confused faces. I don't think you guys have seen it, which I'm very glad. It's 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 bad. I mean, I had like high expectations because I actually like both those actors, Jack Black, more than Ben Stiller. And it's about this guy who invents this spray that 
you spray it on your dog poop and it magically disappears. Mm. It wasn't funny. It wasn't well thought out. It was like, I'm pretty sure these guys did the movie as a favor. I have no idea what the ending was, even though I tried to sit through the movie and watch it all because I was like, okay, maybe this gets better. Maybe there's some funny, maybe something. It just never did. So envy is my answer to that question. Right. I don't have an answer because we we've talked about a similar subject on the podcast before. And I, I, to my knowledge and my recollection, I mentioned if I don't like a movie, I tend to forget. So I'm just like, mm. uh, and I, so if I go down like my Rolodex in my mind of like the bottom 10 movies that I've ever watched, <laughs> I'm like blank, 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 blank. Uh, Rolodex. How old are you? What is old, this? Man? Old enough that I know a Rolodex. <laughs> Put that into context. They're spinning it at his desk. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Do we decimal system instead? I just in your memory, you didn't have to make it an actual physical thing. <laughs> That's the way my mind works. It's like a steel trap. <laughs> like your Ryan's Rolodex over here. I don't know what to get you for Christmas now. Anyway, um, okay, Nate. <laughs> it's it's still gonna be the spirit. It's always gonna be the spirit. It's it's really just truly the worst movie that I've ever seen. And it, I don't think there's any redemption. Like, I could probably watch it again and still be like, man, this is really bad. And I don't think I would ever subject myself to sitting there and watching it again. Yeah. Excellent. I'm glad. Yeah. Um, Steph, we'd love to hear your answer as to what your least favorite movie is. Mm -hmm. And if you say Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, then I'll be very disappointed. You're a winner <laughs> if you say that. Is that the correct answer? I will say this. One of them, because I just Googled 10 worst movies of all time. Jack and Jill came up on a lot of these oh, lists. That's that a pretty bad one. Yeah. Um, Super Mario Brothers has come up a lot. That's a pretty yeah. bad one. Yeah. Wonder Woman 1984 is probably on that list. <laughs> I still haven't si seen either of them, so I can't comment there. Just watch there the first one. Just watch. watch the first I want to see the second one. 1984, and then you can say you've watched one of the worst movies ever made. And then next time we answer this question on a podcast, 30 episodes from now, then you can say Wonder Woman 1984 was the worst movie I've ever seen. 40 episodes, thank you. Uh, Son of the Mask was actually not that good either. That's on. Oh, yeah, that's another bad yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, it's The tough. Twilight Saga. My wife would beg to differ, as would <laughs> I'm sure a lot of our friends, but I'm not a fan yeah. of that series. I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. The Twilight movies aren't horrible. They're if you have the bad. right expectations, they're not bad, except for Breaking Dawn Part 1 is definitely one of the shittiest movies I've ever seen. But the rest Maybe of them, we should I mean, do that as a watch party. Uh, no, because somebody will like it. Oh, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. I sat and watched them with my wife because she's a saint right. and watches my stuff all the time. And right. uh, again, they weren't horror. Like, they weren't, they shouldn't be in the category of worst movie ever, except for Breaking Dawn Part One. But the rest of them were like, okay, they're dumb, but they're not like the worst thing ever. You know, um, you know, uh, 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 Anna Kendrick's in them. So, um, you know, there's some eye candy at least. But they're they're not great, but they not they shouldn't be in the worst movie ever. Not with the same one as the Son of Mask or Dumb and Dumber or or um, you know Mario Brothers even. Anyway, yeah. very good. Yeah. Steph, we look forward to your answer. We do, and uh, that's a good question because that ties into our topic for today, which we're finally getting around to after <laughs> blabbing on for like half an hour. Um, <laughs> So our topic today is we're just looking forward to movies in 2021. Um, so we know that theaters are still closed for the most part. Not a lot of new movies are coming out. Um, but shout out to Reddit. 
for bumping up that AMC stock. So, you know, AMC is going to be in business for many years to come. And hopefully uh, on the other end of this pandemic, we'll, we'll all sit down and enjoy um, $35 popcorn and $20 sodas and, 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 you know, keep, keep that going. Um, but there are a ton of really, really good movies. I think that are slated to come out this year at some point, I think everything's still up in the air. Um, let's just go right to it. What's something you guys are looking forward to or the ones you're looking most looking forward to. There's so many somethings like, dude, you've got to, <laughs> you got to give me better than that. Just what, Oh, what's the so to be honest, for? I'm, I, I'm glad Joey did his research for this. I appreciate that. Cause I didn't um, just cause I'm an idiot and forgot, but you know, I'm still looking forward to black widow, especially with WandaVision being on now and, and getting better. I will say with episode four. So if you're still getting through it and it's kind of struggling episode four helps a lot that's all i'm gonna say but black widow is definitely up there um i the bob's burgers movie was on there for a while but that's no longer being you know it doesn't have a date anymore but i'm hoping still it's 2021 other than that i can't think of anything so i'm interested to hear what else we have and that i've forgotten about so we see a top five joey how's that does that help instead of like well best i was going to talk about like just like popcorn type things that i'm most interested in and then like things that i'm like oh this this sounds like it's going to be like an actual interesting movie not just going for the popcorn type thing Mm -hmm. that's where i was going to kind of start off and then maybe y'all can chime in with it um so on the side of the popcorn movies um that i'm most interested in um godzilla versus kong obviously um we've already kind of talked about that i Mm -hmm. I know Nate's super excited about that as well um I doubt Ryan is. He just looks like he's not interested in <laughs> at all. Even though you know, he, he, it sounds like he's Godzilla's biggest fan after knowing his like his actual yeah. name and wow. And then oh. I'm, I'm just gonna lump all the Marvel movies in Sorry, together. Before you do that, before you do that, have you guys seen the Dave Chappelle when he fights Godzilla? Yes. No. If you yeah. haven't, you need to. It's like it's a so quick good. sketch. It's so funny yeah. how they do it. Um, and he fucks the volcano afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's literal. That's not even like yeah, you yeah, that. Yeah. He literally does yeah. that. He literally fucks the volcano but, after. Anyway, sorry. But he goes, so he goes up to Godzilla. I'm from the streets, bitch. And then they start fighting. Wow. It's very funny. It's very funny. Anyway, I meant to say that earlier. Sorry. Anyway, Joey, please continue. So there's several Marvel movies that are still as of now scheduled to come out um, in uh, 2021. Y'all already mentioned Black Widow, which I think... I'm interested in it for two reasons. I think I'm interested in it to see how they tell her story, which is supposed to be timeline wise right after the events of civil war. I'm also kind of interested to see where they take some of these other characters uh, for a family that they're introducing for the first time. And I'm definitely interested to see how they do task mm-hmm. taskmaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I've kind of forgotten about that interesting part and the fact that he's wielding several um, Avenger esque weapons mm-hmm. in in the trailers that we see like uh he's he's got a shield looks like cap shield he's mm-hmm. got the claws that look like black panther's claws i think he has uh a mask that's supposed to be sort of helmet similar to to tony's iron man helmet and i think he's got a bow and arrow if I'm he does. yeah, yeah. He does. The yep. longest i've seen the trailer um and i'm Real also quick. just interested to see them pick back up i mean because it's been so long since you know, I mean, it's going to have been over a year mm-hmm. um, plus since we've seen a, a, a Marvel movie. And so I'm, I'm definitely interested to see if they've gone back and done any reshoots to account for the fact that um, 
WandaVision and um, Winter Soldier will have played before the movie. Um, so I'm interested in, in that for sure to kind of see how you it also ties back in. You mentioned previously how it links into everything else and, and develops other characters in the future, how it goes to the future of the MCU. And I agree with you 100% on that. Right. And, and, but that's not the only one, but you also have Shang-Chi that's uh, mm-hmm. supposed to be coming out uh, mm-hmm. this year. Yep. Uh, you also have um, the third Spider-Man movie. Which mm-hmm. is that's this year? Yes. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Wow. Um, it's to be and November. I'm interested to see how it ties in maybe some new characters. You know, there's a lot of rumor, rumors going around that, mm-hmm. you know, when he gets kind of caught at the end of the last one, that he may actually end up having to go to court. And so there's, you know, rumors that maybe he has uh, Matt Murdock as a um, mm-hmm. warrior. That's their way of introducing him. And then there's mm-hmm. rumor that She-Hulk, I can't remember her. Jennifer uh, Robbins. Yeah. Jennifer Robbins might be the the lawyer instead, or it might be both of them. Mm-hmm. I've also heard that rumor, um, and I'm interested to see. Obviously, the again the multiverse rumors. You know, there's rumors that uh, Toby Maguire and um, uh, Andrew Garfield uh, Garfield is going to oh, be in, and that's going to be a way that they could possibly tie things in um, with a bunch of different multiverse type angles with that and stuff so i'm just interested to see where it kind of goes with that uh and then morbius um yeah. mm-hmm. uh, sorry did you mention doctor that. strange because that's supposed to be this year too right i did not see that i think I that think may have got bumped that one did bumped. get bumped yeah i, I know that one yeah i thought that was yeah. supposed to be it was supposed to be this it was year, supposed to have been right. this year because black widow should have been last year but it'll correct okay supposed right. to okay, now yeah, be yeah. slated for like i think either the first or second quarter of 2022 as long mm-hmm. as nothing else changes mm-hmm. in the world. Right. Oh, I'm oh. seeing Morbius is getting pushed back to January of 2022 as well. I so think that, that just happened, though. That must have been old, yeah. But uh, Venom, The Rise of Carnage, is still slated for a release this summer. I think is it's it really? July. Yeah, I think it's July. Wow. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I actually thought Venom wasn't that bad. I think Venom gets a lot. I liked it. Black. Yeah, it's, I, I'm I sorry. Enjoyed I, it, yeah. I, I sound corrected. It's, as of now, scheduled for release on June 25th. Not July yeah. and Eternals. Like, forget Eternals. I thought Eternals did get pushed, but I, I'm I thought it did too. Wrong. No, Eternals right now is November. Okay. Yeah. Good. Nice. Yeah. So there's it's a happening. lot of Marvel stuff. Like, you know, we've been on this Marvel drought for so long, and now we have, <laughs> you know, two series. Mm-hmm. I, I would think as good as WandaVision's turning out, I would, I would bet that Winter Soldier is going to be just as good, if not better. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and not better like as a knock on WandaVision, just because no. It's different, right? right? And I don't think we're gonna have to get through all the that stuff that happened in the first three episodes, anyway. Um, and then just all these movies coming out. What is that? Four or five Marvel movies that we yeah. just named out um, that are coming out. So that's that's great. Um, some of the say, other big ones. We can't like, delay uh, much else, or else we're gonna be caught up in timeline with Marvel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> uh, Fast Nine. Uh, yes. Coming out uh, with John Cena playing uh, the. Wait, uh, you saw him. You could actually see yeah, I did. I did. I saw him in the trailer. I think it's because he had hair. I think that's uh, <laughs> the floating hair gave it away. Yeah, I think that's what made it. He's not wearing the camo, his camo wrestling shorts and stuff, like so you can like you can you can actually yeah. see him. By the I way, Royal Rumble's on right now while we're recording this. Yeah, I like how over the top the Fast and Furious series has gotten from them stealing DVD players in the first yeah. absolute <laughs> insanity. TV is- DVD player combos. Right. I mean, the rumor <laughs> is the tenth one, which was originally supposed to come out this year, uh, and it got swapped with the ninth one, obviously, because they didn't put it out last year. But the rumor is that the tenth one is supposed to have a space element to it. Yeah. 
like i mean i think that's just not like a oh this is a joke type thing i think that's like it, a it, it started as a joke but yeah I, I i've heard that there will be a space element to oh my god <laughs> but if you watch it the, makes the tank look the like trailer. something so trivial now right after right. what was that in like the right? fourth or fifth movie that they like this motherfucker got a tank yeah, yeah. Right, it's like right, yeah. no, that's so it was trivial. The sixth movie, they had a tank in the sixth movie. Oh, six, um, and then, but like, if you watch the trailer for the ninth movie, it's like there's a fucking stealth fighter jet. Like, we're not, we're we're we've escalated from Honda Civics to like mm-hmm. stealth government <laughs> airplanes, probably rocket. Plane. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's yeah. cute. You have NOS yeah. in your car. I got an arc reactor yeah. powering my car. Yeah. Oh, real quick, just because you guys, this is more your series than mine, obviously. Do you know how many, when they came out with number one, the very first one, were they supposed to keep going or was there a plan for a trilogy or was it just like it did well at the box office? Let's do it again. I seriously doubt they had any inkling that it would become what it is. And okay. I, I think pretty much any movie producer that's producing like a action film, popcorn flick type thing, I think has the idea that, oh, I hope this does well enough so I can make another one or maybe even two. Um, I I don't see why you wouldn't if that's what you were a producer of was that type of film. So I would think they would have just been like, oh, man, maybe we'll get a second or third one. And I definitely know that they didn't have an idea that it was going to take off the way it did because if we remember correctly, Vin Diesel's not really in the second one. Mm -hmm. No, he's not at all. Cameo at the end, if I remember correctly. Of the third one. Oh, is that the third one? Yeah, that he's, he's only in the cameo of the third one at the end. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. Yes, yeah. He's, yeah. Okay. So I after, thought like, that was yeah, two was like kind of a weird in betweeny um prequel. Like there's like there's like a like I think there was like a YouTube series or like, like a YouTube short that was like kind of bridges the movies, and then there's um two's like kind of a prequel. And then three is just happening kind of at the same time as like some other one. And then four was just awful. Like I, I think don't three is supposed to be taking place during the time frame of five. Yeah, or something six. like that. It's just like and that's not the thing. It's, it's so weird yeah. now with the timeline and then bringing people back. Mm-hmm. With supposedly Hans back in this Hans one, and he's back. supposed to be deader than dead. Um, <clears throat> but speaking of the Rock, um, Jungle Cruise is also coming out. Oh, uh, yes. With Emily uh, Blunt, right? Yeah, correct. Cool. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I know nothing about Jungle Cruise. Is it like... Is it's it based like the off the ride? ride. Okay. It's based <laughs> off the Disney ride, Jungle Cruise. It it gives off a very... Um, Jumanji? Oh, I'm kind of, no, uh, the old Kat, uh, Catherine Hepburn, uh, Queen of the Nile. I'm mm, trying wow. to... Like, I'm looking to Ryan because Ryan's the resident old man that likes stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The glare on Ryan's. Thank you. The scowl. The resident Ryan old man. Gave. Thank you. Uh, no, that's not what it is. What is it? Oh, oh. it's going to bother me now trying to think of the name of that movie. I'll, I'll get it eventually. I'll figure out what it is. Um, but I'm, I'm interested to see if it kind of takes off like... Um, what uh pirates did right i mean obviously you know again just like we talked about i would think that they would have been like oh i hope this you know spawns one or two more movies but i don't again think that they were like oh man this is going to be you know as many as it is what is it five or six and they've got some more in the works or something like that i think they're on five right 
but I would African Queen. That was the name of the the movie. Oh, okay. It, it kind of gives off that that vibe with a river yeah, yeah. captain and like this. And I think they kind of address that in the trailer for it, where it's like, oh, it's not a damsel in distress type thing. It's like she whipped somebody's butt in the trailer. Good. And it's like, oh, okay, good. Yeah, good for her. <laughs> Strong um, women characters. We need more of them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I love I love Emily Blunt. Like, I mm-hmm. love her character in... Um, the Devil Wears Prada? No. Edge of Tomorrow? I'm trying to think because it, it went through a couple of name changes. But Edge of Tomorrow is like one of my favorite movies. Oh, it's so good. One of my favorite movies. It is so good. Is that the one with Tom Cruise? Yes, it, it is. is. Okay. okay. He keeps dying and it resets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're originally going to call that movie Live, Die, Repeat, which was um, the name, I think of, what, the uh, name of the yeah the, the manga. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only other like big – well, there's two other ones. So there's um, Top Gun Maverick, which I think is yes. going to be a big blockbuster thing because it's just broad uh, that nostalgia no, wave. You're not with that one, Clint? No, uh, you know – there's never I, I there's very few instances and in fact i can't think of any where somebody makes a sequel that a is unplanned and b comes out like 30 years later that works out well you know Speaking what i mean of, there's also ghostbusters afterlife and matrix 4 coming out this year both, and both make me nervous for the exact same reasons and like you know i'm thinking of like anchorman even you know like anchorman is obviously one of my favorite movies then they made a second one they didn't need to they shouldn't have it still has its funny moments and it you know i watch it but I, I, you know, Indiana Jones, the fifth one, which I think they're coming out with another there's one another at one, some yeah. point, not this year, but you know, that's another one that they just should have not even bothered doing it. I think there's this weird timing issue when you do things like that, talking about like Matrix Four and Ghostbusters and 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 Top Gun. I think you have to time it just right, like Clint's saying, to where you either have to have the sequel within I don't know two to four years to keep mm-hmm. that kind of mm-hmm. hype going. Or you can't do like a 10-year or 15-year gap. It's like, okay, it hasn't been long enough. Um, you need to wait longer than that. Like, And I think maybe once you get to this point where it's like 30-ish years, um, which is kind of in that Ghostbusters category, it's kind of in the timing of the – yeah, but mm-hmm. it's, it's not the timing of Matrix. And so that's what kind of worries me is because it's in that kind of 10 to 15-year window. I'm trying to remember when – the last one came out. I'm sure I could Google it, but I'm being too lazy and I'm not going to. Um, Clint's going to take out the DVD that he has on the wall. Yeah, there. I'm get it for you right now. It is... Why can't that's I not three. find the year? 2003, Matrix Revolutions. I mean, yeah, that's 20 years later. Yeah. So I, I think it's kind of close to being in that gap where I'm like, I don't I don't know. Are they going to be able to develop another story? Because mm-hmm. to be honest with you, the second and the third movie out of that trilogy is not great. I agree. You know? Matrix is top five for me of movies all time. I I just love it. I think it's a great sci-fi story. Uh, I think it's different. I think it's very, um, you know, now, like, you know, with the type of technology and and the world we're living in. So I think it's, it's, it's very on point with that. And I just, I just wonder where they're going to go with that story when I think they didn't even need to have the second and the third one on top of the so that definitely worries me. Sure. Uh, and I'm with it, you. And, and, and I I want to make sure everyone listening, I hope I'm wrong. I would love to be I, wrong. And yeah, I just, that's, that's my impression with, and correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe give, there's a sequel I'm not thinking of that came out years and years and years later that actually is really good. I just can't think of it. I'm going to stand my ground on Ghostbusters because I, I do think yeah. that's going to be a great film. Well, and I mean, you know, Harold Ramis isn't in it, so Egon is not there. But you know the um, the premise behind the whole movie, right? It's about his grandkids. Mm-hmm. Whose grandkids? Egon's. 
So the two Egon's. the okay. two children in the main part of the story, they are his grandkids. Mm-hmm. Uh their mother, his daughter, mm-hmm. basically um they I think they run out of money and the only thing left that they have to their name is this old rundown house that Egan Egon had passed on to them in his mm-hmm. will. And they end up going there to live because they get evicted and they find right. all of Egan Egon's old stuff. And they mm-hmm. find his proton pack, you know, all this other thing. And apparently this location is the epicenter of all this cosmic, I'm sorry, cosmic, hello. I'm thinking Marvel, um, ghostly <laughs> activity. And so they, they go down the road of like paranormal investigators mm-hmm. and like, you know, living, living through his legacy. Interesting. Yeah. See, I had no idea what it was about. So I, I, I'll see it. I'm just, again, nervous. I've so always been a Ghostbusters fan. The reboot that happened a few years back. We're just not going to count that as a uh, part of the Ghostbusters franchise. It's not. And it's okay to not because it wasn't a great though. movie. Like, yeah. I, it, it, I think it's underrated to be honest. But... I think it was good, not great. Like, yeah. Yeah. I've, watched, I've watched it a couple of extra times. I think I've seen it maybe three times altogether. So it's not like it was, you know, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas bad. Oh but, my god. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I, I think it, it 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 shouldn't have been done. I agree with right. that because it didn't really. I mean, it didn't add a whole lot. I don't think. I think it. Was, it, it, it it brought it back to like not the forefront per se, but it still brought it back to people's minds. If you walk around Comic Con, and I think I've said this on the podcast before, if you ever walk up to somebody that's in cosplay as a Ghostbuster and you tell them nice costume, they will immediately correct you and say it's a uniform. And there's like this. No, I mean like, and I respect that. Yeah, passionate yeah, yeah. Right, about right, it, right, right, right. So I was like, I like that. Yeah. I, I'm I'm glad that they're yeah. passionate about it. But it it's like bringing it back into that almost forefront type of thing where it was missing from you know the mainstream of pop culture so it it helped bring other people right. into that mindset i think that's just my i'll give you that though. fair enough for me like i think it was they had the they their heart was in the right place because yeah. i feel like it was the it is the time and it's way long overdue where you have women leads doing what traditionally were which shouldn't have always been male roles right, right. which is, i think is great right. i just feel like it wasn't executed in a way that um highlighted these women's acting abilities and what the story could have been and none of them needed it they all did it for like fun you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. and like and you know so i I feel like there's a couple ways you could look at at, at why they did it and you know i I think it was you're right it was a good way to to bring it back into people's minds and get people interested in ghostbusters again and like but it kind of felt like it fell short in the sense that they didn't follow up with anything further it was like Here's the movie. Okay. Now let's just pretend it never happened and do the the grandkids story. Like, which is also cool because like, you know, that brings it all the way back full circle. Right. But you can't I feel like you're discounting the work that they've done in between. Right? I could agree. Yeah. I got I good points. Yes. Um, I didn't care so much for the female led version because of the fact that it was just too cheesy, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like there was just over mm-hmm. too too much forced comedy. But that's yeah. just my opinion on it as compared well, to the original, which is real um real bland comedy, which I like. I like that kind of stuff. Real dry, real dry stuff. stuff. Yeah. Well, that's Bill Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. the thing about it too is it was kind of telling the exact same story. Yes. That it told in the first one, in a sense. Yeah. I mean, the fact that's that they had a I mean, this is too political to really get into, but they had three white women and a black woman who came at the end. You yeah. know what I mean? Just like Winston came at the end and who wasn't involved at the beginning. It's like yeah. And I love Leslie Jones, by the way. She's great. But I, yeah, I, 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 I would have liked it to have done better. 
maybe execution wise, I think you bring up a good point. Regardless, we're getting way off topic. I do want to see the new Ghostbusters now that I know more about it. One okay. last thing I'll so, mention. You know what I think it needed? It needed Stormbreaker. <laughs> every movie's better with Stormbreaker. Every, every movie's better with Stormbreaker. So a uh, couple more of the big big blockbuster ones, and then we'll move on to kind of some of the, the smaller under-the-radar ones. Um, Dune, which mm-hmm. uh, I know got an ad- adaptation a while back, and I got a TV series. I'm, I've am i never watched any of them. The, the biggest interest I have... Yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> the biggest interest I have in it, and I will go see this version, I think, unless it just gets like totally like panned by critics and viewers or whatever, um, is I'm interested to see those connections to the Star Wars uh, franchise because you know that's where supposedly a lot of the inspiration uh came from is from dune so i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to actually seeing that and seeing where those connections are yeah they're pretty obvious at least they were in the i've seen the 80s version the 84 one and uh, i didn't see the director's cut which would have helped because the story the original movie was eight four hours long and in the 80s that was just unheard of Yes. So they turned it down to two hours and it's just missing a whole lot of stuff you're like what the hell how they get here what happened kind of thing yeah. Um, but I think they've had the time, the interest, the talent, and I think they have the desire to really make it something great. So I'm with you. I, I do want to see that um, with high hopes. And I don't know if that's a odd reason to want to see something, to see the connection to it. But I'll, I'll also the same. You know, I've heard the, the the true fans of, I guess, the novel that came out. Way um, long, yeah. Yeah, I think it was like maybe mid-20th century that it came right. out or something. Yeah. You know, it's supposedly really good, so hopefully they they tell a better story of it this time. So. Yeah, I've heard the book is just amazing in the sense that it really links things together. And I think, again, the Star Wars references, they'll be smacking you in the face. <laughs> so uh, the last uh, thing, we'll kind of hit like the animated uh, mm-hmm. big stuff coming out. Um, so we have Raya and the Last Dragon, uh, Disney film. We have Luca. Uh, which mm-hmm. is a um, Pixar film. And then we have Sing 2, uh, which I don't hmm. remember what studio Sing is. DreamWorks, uh, I believe. Yeah, I thought that's what it was. Yeah. And, and I'll say this, the one that I'm actually looking forward to most is Sing 2. Like, Sing is like mm-hmm. one of my favorite cartoon movies, especially if you say, okay, what's your favorite Pixar or non-Pixar? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I would definitely put Sing up there. I just I just think it's a great story. I think the the singing's excellent in it. So I'm looking forward to I don't know a lot about Ray and the Last Dragon or Luca looks I don't want to say odd. It just looks different because it looks like an animated claymation movie. Yeah. It's kind of the vibe that it gives off. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. Yeah, so I'm not like super interested. Like, oh, I can't wait to see Ray and the Last Dragon, or oh, I can't wait to see Luca. Like, uh, but I am I'm looking forward to seeing too, and hopefully the the kids will go, so I'll have an excuse not to look like a creepy old man at the cartoon movie. Well, Joey, I'll give you a sing one was actually really good, and it, it's got great. It actually has great music, something for everybody. It's not just all pop music, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's a good mixture of stuff, fun characters. I mean, Seth MacFarlane's a character for God's sake, so. Um, yeah, I, I'd like to see that. And I mean, Pixar and Disney actually have been doing a really good job with everything they've been doing lately. Uh, so I, I want to see both of them at some point. I wouldn't mind seeing them in the theaters, but they won't be the highest ranking, obviously, but nothing else showing or I've seen everything. Let's go see that. Yeah. Um, and then there's like a whole slate of things coming out that I don't think will be like huge blockbuster movies, but some of them may, you know, gain some attention and gain some traction and make some money. And then other ones I think will just be, you know, for hardcore fans of whatever, you know, it, it came from. Um, full classics, huh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, um, I was trying to pronounce his last name earlier, M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. 
Shamalama Ding Dong is oh, what I said earlier. Um, he's got a new movie coming out called Old. Um, there's not a lot of information out on it yet. Was his last um, movie Glass? I, I think, think so. so. Yeah. yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He hasn't done anything for a while then. Okay. I'm always always interested to see one of his movies. Sure. Um, sure. Also, they're making a. Uh, I think it's going to be on HBO Max. I don't think it's going to get a theater release, but they're making a prequel to the Soprano series, mm-hmm. starring James Gandolfini's son playing the younger version of Tony called "The Many Sides of Newark." And oh, awesome. even yeah, though Sopranos is, I, I'm I'm probably in the minority here. It's not one of my favorite HBO series. Like I wouldn't even put it in the top five. I think I've mentioned that before. I'm still interested to see how this kind of plays out because I do like gangster mafia type shows and movies. So I'm I'm interested to see what that's like. Okay. Um, also, we have uh, another Hercule Poirot movie coming out. I was a big fan of the uh, Murder on the Orient Express, and they've got another one coming out uh, for Death on the Nile. Um, I, I actually enjoyed that one. I went and saw it at the movie theater twice. Oh, nice. Okay. To the movie theater to see something more than once, but I actually went and saw it twice. I thought it was pretty good. I always like a good mystery movie. I wish you got to see the spirit in person. In uh, spirit too, maybe. <laughs> I'm actually a little bit surprised you didn't mention some of these, like James Bond, No Time to Die. Yeah, I'm excited April. for that. Did that excited for that one? Yeah, that's got moved though, right? Well, that was supposed to have come out last year. Yeah, okay. it was supposed to be, okay. Okay. Yeah, so it was supposed year, to be this year. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah. What else? Was I agree there? with that. It's a huge list of movies. I know, I know. There's still a few that are kind of like more under the radar type things, like uh, mm-hmm. Space Jam Two. I don't even want to see that. Yeah. I hope it gets destroyed and it never shows its horrible face with LeBron James in it. Like for shame on them for even making it like get Michael Jordan. He's not busy. Like go ahead and get him. He's done with his documentary. Let him come back out of retirement and coach the team or something. So so to go along with that, I mean, it's always possible he makes a cameo appearance. I Mm. guess it could be. I don't know. He's a monster. He's become like the monster. I I would, be down with that oh, but, but lebron james i mean it, from a marketing standpoint it makes a lot of sense i understand mm-hmm. the michael jordan should be that and but there, i mean I, i've never seen space jam first of all so i can't comment further oh. but, um the, you know the, it was what you seen the first space jam movie? i never saw the first space oh jam. my god please do it's I, really it's good, it's good. I, I have nothing and the music is very iconic for that period in time yeah super yeah, sure, like sure. that but, i mean it's quad been... city dj type sound you know all the <laughs> what they call miami bass <laughs> That, yeah. that but, but my era. point is it's been 20 years and the people who are supposed to be appealing to space jam were not born when space jam was out so it kind of makes sense but james and bugs bunny that's what's gonna gonna get people to go see right it. right I'll exactly it. well and it'll no revive it's like the muppets looney tunes does this too they come around they, they disappear for a while and then come back yeah. try to do a comeback and that's what this is and that's great you're just mad joey because you're gonna have to eventually get the lebron space jams and you're gonna be like, <laughs> if I look on Joey's face is priceless. Yeah. Like, oh, you no. have to get the LeBron shoes that are the Space Jam. Uh, LeBron Eleven. Like, it does, it does yeah. make me hope though that they will Nike will have some kind of Jordan. Oh, for sure, it's sure. probably gonna be LeBron instead. Yeah. Probably yeah. gonna be LeBron or both. Stuff. I mean, it, it, you guys, will, yeah, you guys will buy it. They'll make it. Or if they do a <laughs> yep. new colorway release of the Elevens. Yeah, the new new Jordan Space Jam Elevens. Yeah. That'd be insane. I'm surprised insane. you were mentioning um. Minions or the Rise of Gru for mm-hmm. oh Minions, yeah. Another Minions movie. I like I like the Minions. I think they're fun. I like those. It's it's yeah. I like those too. I do. And I think that's half the movie. And I think the other half is Steve Carell though, and what he does with mm. Gru. 
And mm-hmm. so the Minions movie itself was not to me. So to me, like if that would have been in the nineties, that would have been one of the direct DVD spinoff. You think so? It was yeah. that bad. I actually I, liked I it. it was bad. I didn't say it was bad. I just think it was one would be oh. one of the ones that was just a direct video thing. I don't think it would have went to the movie theater while that yeah, was I liked it. it. And I saw it a second time and I liked it even more the second time, to I, be honest. I think they're funny. They are funny, but yeah. I mean, you know, different stuff. It's very light. Like, it's like they're they're very light animation movies. It's not like you're not sitting there like having right. to rack your brain or like you just well, yeah. the characters can't even speak English, so it really makes right. it easy to yeah. yeah. <laughs> They say uh, banana, and that's it. Yeah, Ryan and I were talking about this one earlier. I'm interested to see the spiral. Yeah, uh, whether that's I don't know if you call that a sequel or a reboot of the Saw franchise with uh, Chris Rock mm. and Samuel L. Jackson. But I'm really I'm very interested to see where they take that. I, I I think I briefly heard about that. That sounds interesting. Yeah, I, it's like I, a I um, like almost an origin story of sorts. Or jigsaw. I just hope it comes. I just hope it comes out in October and not like June. Yeah, uh, I yeah. don't think it is October. I think it's in the spring, if I remember correctly. Oh, Spiral. It's, pretty high it's scheduled for a May twenty first release. Come on, mm. it's a it's a if it's a supposed to be a scary movie like Saw, have mm. it released in October. And it looks, I think they're both cops. Like I think uh, Chris, ninety nine percent sure Chris Rock's character is a cop, and I think the Samuel L. Jackson character is a cop too. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's also something I, I hope is a little bit different as far as like really telling it from the investigative standpoint sure. i think that'd be good i wanted to be uh, i wanted to be the same cop from uh other guys with samuel L. jackson yeah. cop in that movie. yeah <laughs> have the rock show up him and the rock yeah, yeah. and then they die in the first bushes. 10 minutes i'm That's looking forward to landing the bushes guys too. yeah that? free guys look like oh, oh free yeah, guys. yeah yeah free guy does look good i think that looks yeah yeah um, there's also another Ryan Reynolds movie with uh, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> That's a sequel. Yeah, yeah that should be, be funny. Yeah, I think yeah. It, I think it'll be funny. I think that'll be great. Yeah, I really enjoyed the Hitman's Bodyguard. Um, I thought that was a lot of fun. Those two have very nice. good chemistry on screen together. Well, they, they they, how could they not? I mean, Jesus, yeah. the same guy, <laughs> really, just <laughs> one's younger. It's true. Speaking um, of people, I'm looking forward to the Mortal Kombat. I'm looking. Forward yeah, to I was going to mention that too. They're doing. Oh, I did not even know they were doing another Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, yeah they are with so the uh, guy from. Um, he's been on a bunch of stuff, but I know him from Into the Badlands. Oh uh, yes. God, what's his name? I'm gonna have to look it up real quick. But yeah, he's playing Liu Kang. Maybe yes. Is who's playing? Is that right? I believe you are correct. And it sounds right. I mean, he's the only Eastern character in the in the a main cast of characters for Mortal Kombat. No, he's not. Never mind. I take that back. Uh, his name is Ludi like Lin. That's the actor's name that's playing Liu Kang. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. He's playing the the other character that I think drives the story. Cole Young is the name that Louis Tan is is mm-hmm. playing. Yeah, Cole Young. So I think, yeah. So I'm I'm interested to see what they do with it again. I wasn't like I wasn't as disappointed with the Mortal Kombat movie that I think I was with the Street Fighter movie because oh. it was just <laughs> so radically different. Or definitely yeah. like Mario uh, dis- oh, yeah. level disappointed. And this is a reboot, so it's starting at the beginning again. I, or less, I think so. I, think. I kind of understand from it. Okay. Well, I mean, um, I have to be because there's a different person that played Louis King last time. So mm-hmm. interesting. It's always nice um, to see Hiroyuki Sanada in a film. That's the guy that is, played the um like the villain ish type character character in Wolverine. Uh-huh. That, that oh, Japanese yeah, yeah. guy that's in a whole yeah. bunch of samurai like movies. 
or like yeah. he was at the beginning of Endgame. You know, that's the yeah. one that Barton killed. Yeah, that dude. I, I wanna, huh? I wonder if they'll do Garo. That's always the one I want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope anyway. they do because like we've got a lot of CG opportunities now, and they can <laughs> we can make Godzilla look- and King Kong fight each yeah. other. We can yeah, Garo. you can you can make a guy with four arms and yeah. looks like a monster. He yeah, was very very easily. poorly done in the original MK. He was. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, another one I'm really looking forward to. Uh, nobody. You guys seen the trailer for Nobody? Mm-mm. Bob mm-hmm. Odenkirk. No. Um, take your time. Watch the trailer. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much about it. It's just it's 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 it, it, you. I think you guys will enjoy it. It's a good pop. It'll be a good popcorn flick. For anybody that doesn't know who Bob Odenkirk is, he's Saul in uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And, and show. Another Mission Impossible oh, yeah. movie eh. with uh, David Cross. <laughs> no, no, no Mission Impossible movies for you, Ryan. How Ass. many Tom Cruise movies are coming out this year? Jesus, a lot. I've started getting to the Mission Impossible movies. I really enjoyed the last one that came out at the movie theater. Like me and McGuire went and saw it just on a whim. We we're like, hey, let's go see a movie, and we're like, oh, Mission Impossible's out. And we're like, eh, we haven't seen any of the other ones. Let's let's go check it out. And we were we thoroughly enjoyed it. In fact, we went back and watched some of the old ones um, after that. I mean, Simon Pegg's in them, so at least they have some redeeming quality regardless. Oh, and there's a Snake Eyes movie, too. That's yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Brian said it's like an origin story for Snake Eyes, maybe? Yeah, the description for the movie, it's, well, the title, rather. Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. So I guess they're going down mm. the route of all of these origin stories as well to build up their whole franchise. It's cool. That would be interesting. I one. mean, we get part of a backstory for him you know, very partial within the G.I. Joe mm-hmm. movie, the original. Mm-hmm. And then the second one where um, they learned that it wasn't really, what's his, Storm Shadow that killed him, yes. you know? There are two other movies that I'm interested in and I'm surprised, well, maybe it's just me that wants to watch them, but The Kingsman, because I like that mm, whole franchise. Yes. I thought that yeah. got pushed back. According to, um, I'm watching, I'm looking at first showing.net, so it could mm-hmm. be, but that's yeah. slated for an August release. Actually, okay. right before my birthday, so that might be a good birthday yeah, that, film. I, I've never seen either of the Kingsman film, but I've always wanted to. You should. So. I mean, they're, I, I they're like them. They're they're an acquired mm-hmm. taste for the comedy. And I've only heard stuff. good things about them, yeah. I, I, mean. I like them. I like the storyline behind them. Yeah. It's about, like, the coming of age and the maturing of mm-hmm. a character, right? And him understanding what he needs to do in the world to be a better person for himself. And then the other one, I mentioned it before, all right. <laughs> as Clint drops shit all over his floor, is Halloween hey, hey. Kills. I, I definitely want to watch that. I'm not much into the slasher films. I know I've said this time and time again, but I like the psychological background storyline for the Halloween mm-hmm. franchise and understanding the dynamic between Laurie and Michael. And I like to see where this goes and how he eventually dies. Well, you know, quote unquote, <laughs> you know what I mean? And well, I mean, it's been like almost what, two years since the last one came out. So, I mean, sorry, spoiler alert here, but she locks him in her basement and sets the house on fire, but somehow he escapes. So I'd like to know. Right. How, I'm sure we'll find out in the first 10 minutes of the movie how he gets out, but I'd like to know that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you say, death finally dies, and it's like, yeah, uh huh. Like we haven't heard that one before. Well, he'll die in the third installment of this franchise, of of this part that they're doing. So, not this one. Halloween Kills. He's definitely going to survive. But the next one to come out, which is supposed to be next year, is the way that they planned it. He is supposed to actually come death. Comes to death. 
Yeah. <laughs> I love these horror movies coming up because I love reading about them and I'm always interested in reading about them on Wikipedia afterwards. <laughs> I'm super excited. Um, I think Candyman, they're doing another Candyman. They are. They are. Is it Jordan yeah. Peele's doing that one, which mm-hmm. is like going to be awesome because he's a fantastic director. Um, so I think that's going to be that's going to be a lot of fun for me to read on Wikipedia eventually. <laughs> what a voice. Um, but completely side side note, but on the horror movie thing is I found a YouTube channel that um, what the guy does is he makes videos on how to survive uh, these horror movies. So there's like uh, like the Saw games. There's like all these other uh, like he talks, he goes into one where he does like talks about Battle Royale, like some of the Japanese movies, um, how to survive like Alice in Borderland, like all those like kind of twisted uh, psycho serial killer style games and how you would survive in the horror movie. And I've just been watching, binging those on YouTube, and it's amazing. It is so much fun to watch, um, especially for someone that just doesn't like horror movies. I won't sit through that. I'll sit through this guy's like twenty-minute videos, like no problem. Interesting. Interesting. Random side note. Yeah. What else you guys got? There's so much. There I think a we, we nailed another... a lot of it. There's another live-action uh, Disney adaptation movie coming out, Cruella. Yes. The mm-hmm. kind of her origin story. I thought that that's interesting. I know those have done fairly well. Who's know, playing Cruella? Do you know? I looked it up earlier and I let just me, forgot. Let me yeah. find out for you. I, I know it's supposed to be a big name actress. But it it has to be. I mean, well, it's it going is close. Emma Stone. Emma yeah, Stone. there you go. Emma Stone. That's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think she'll be very good in the role. But I mean, again, Disney is extremely good about their casting. Yeah, it's just uh, Glenn Close was the last one, right? When she was the live action Cruella. So it's just, yeah, in, it's, yeah just thinking about that. Mm. Uh, Quiet Place 2 is coming mm. out, I think, this year still. Didn't Quiet uh, Place 2 already come out? No. It was supposed to have mm-hmm. been last year. And it didn't, because it was done and announced and they had a date and everything. They just kept pushing it back, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, it just kept. Jackass 4. Yes! Hell yeah. <laughs> We don't need another jackass. And it's coming out on Labor Day weekend. Talk about a degenerate type of weekend right there. Everybody's going to be drunk from Labor Day and they'll be like, yeah, let's go see jackass. Yeah. I I can't believe that they're physically able to do any more of those prank kind of things because you know, I mean, first of all, they're older than they were a lot older, what, like 20 years older than they were at the time. (laughs) Right. But all that stupid stuff that they did had to take some kind of toll on their bodies to where they must have arthritis in every joint mm-hmm. of their I body agree. yeah and i think most of them are like clean now like they they haven't been oh, yeah. drinking or, or yeah. doing drugs for the last 20 years or so so i like it or not they got through a lot of those stunts back in the day because they were high as shit right so um yeah that's going to be interesting to see what kind of stunts they they pull off uh how many years later well, this is two things i want to see I want to see Wee Man kick himself in the head because that's always just <laughs> funny as hell to do. And then who doesn't want to see Party Boy jumping around and like freaking out some random right. Japanese dude in the middle of Tokyo with his thong? Who's who's the one that passed away recently? Uh, um, not recently, but Ryan Dunn Ryan. passed away. Yeah, Ryan years ago. Ryan Dunn? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Ryan Dunn passed away. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. That was Bam Rogero's close friend. Oh gosh, Preston Lacey, that's the fat dude. That was his name. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the IMDb for it right now. I'm yeah, yeah. Like, that was his name. 
Um, oh God, Pontius, Chris Pontius, he's another yeah, Chris job, dude. <laughs> so um, Wicked, I guess Wicked. I didn't realize. I think I heard this. Wicked is coming out with a movie, which will be fun. Oh, um, well, in December, yeah. Which I, I've seen the musical numerous times, so it's mm. obviously good. Ryan, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned Sherlock Holmes three is slated to come out the end of the year. Is it? It's not on this list here, so it is. It's like the very, very. It's Christmas weekend, so yeah, it'll be a Christmas weekend. movie for sure. I think they typically release that one. Yeah, they did. Then. I mean, the last one, yeah, it's Moriarty. This um, one that's coming out earlier that might be interesting. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar with Kristen Wiig, um, just because it's it looked completely off the wall and would be something I'd go see. Just looking at, I mean, I'm looking at IMDb. Really bonkers trailer with the two yeah. old ladies, and there's yep. like. A, Male boy going down the street with his headphones on on his yeah. bike or something. That's exact. That's it. Yeah. And there is one more Disney movie called Encanto, uh, centered around a young girl and her family in Colombia who have all magical powers. Slightly young girl has no powers. Oh. So this is gonna be like an episode of Family Guy where they all have uh, powers and Meg's fingernails can grow long. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. What about uh? So no, we're not the biggest DC fans here. Um, Snyder Cut. Any interest in Snyder Cut? You know, uh, a lot of interest. I'm I'm looking forward to it. In fact, I'm I'm hoping I'll catch it at the movie theater to to really get the full experience. I was gonna say I I might be interested. I'd like to see it, but I might be interested to go to the actual movie theater and see something. You just know, experience be, it properly. Yes, yeah. I mean, just that's the kind of movie you would want to go to see it at the What's theater. That? That's the kind of movie you would want to see it at the right, like, right. I mean, four hours now. That's what I heard last, yeah, but I uh, have not been following it. I mean, if, if we were in the middle of the pandemic and they said that, okay, we're going to push Endgame to a, you know, straight to digital release, it wouldn't have done it justice. Especially that mm, end fair. scene, like on your left. Mm. I, it was yeah. like, it, every time I watch that movie, that scene, it, it gives me that. chills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just yeah. picks up the hammer. Both of those yeah. hit me every time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, there, the, yep. there it is. There's the chill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and DC uh, Suicide Squad's also mm-hmm. coming out. Oh yeah, Suicide Squad. The new one is already. I thought yep. it was okay. Great. Yep. That Good. That too. means James Gunn will be quicker to uh, <laughs> to Guardians Three. But interesting. I, I'd like to see that. I like the last one. I mean, it's you know another popcorn flick. Nothing. I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But John Cena's in that one. Oh, he's having a big year. Yeah, I'm mean, rather have a big year than Tom Cruise. <laughs> Usually, craft. The Rock's got a big year every year for like the last 10 years. Yeah. It's hard to believe he was a wrestler at one point. Well, you know what this episode has really enlightened me to? That there are movies coming out still. Because I'm still under the perception that this is the pandemic and there's nothing new coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so this has actually been a joyful and made me more optimistic that they're still cranking out material to entertain me. One more film I want to make quick mention to because it's mm-hmm. coming up pretty soon in March. Coming to America. Oh, well, yes. Gosh, I am excited for that. Direct Prime, isn't it? Direct to Amazon, yeah. I'm yeah. excited oh, really? for that. Yeah, it's straight yeah. to Amazon. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just the like the poster for it. It's the window rolling down of the limo, mm-hmm. and he's just like <laughs> smiling, like back to Queens. <laughs> so I know we talked about like the getting the theater experience, but with all these movies, let's just say they all, for whatever reason, decide that they're going straight. To on demand for now and they will do a release later once everyone's vaccinated once everything's back to normal would you still watch it first at home or would you say you know what i'm going to hold off and i can 
not be spoiled or whatever or be okay with being spoiled i would wait till i see in the theaters i think if it's a big movie like black widow i think i would do both like i think i would yeah. say okay i'll watch it on disney plus and then if it releases three months later at the movie theater i would go i would go see it again yeah mm -hmm. marvel movie is a great example because you can always go look for easter eggs or things you've missed and really enjoy it for what mm -hmm. it's worth in the theater later on i think it depends on the movie itself two mm -hmm. factors for me yeah. Uh, too, that's one factor for me. I mean, there's, you know, there's some things that I don't need to be seen in the theater. Um, you know, most comedies don't necessarily need to be seen in the right. theater, but just like an action movie, there's some great sound visual. Yeah. You want to see those in the theater. The other thing, um, that is, is there's just limited time. Like if I go to a movie, I can go, I, I can factor in one a week, you know, mm -hmm. that's all I can do. So it would have to be picky and choosy on what movies, especially, you know, like that December timeframe when it looks like everything is coming out because hopefully we're all vaccinated or whatever by then. But um, it all depends on, you know, again, the, the the movie itself and then the time to go with it. So I think a lot of my would because I, I miss I miss the theater. I mean, I miss <laughs> being able to sit in a dark room with awesome sound, great picture, put my phone down and not be distracted and actually enjoy a film. Yeah. Um, you just can't do that at home, period. I mean, none of us can, regardless. We either have kids or dogs or spouses or some combination of all that plus life. And it's just not going to happen. Yeah, it's nice you can pause it and go to the bathroom, but it's not the same. And it's so. just not the same thrill sneaking in candy into your living room as it is. <laughs> oh, it depends. I, when you got a when you got a, a beagle and a three year old, it's kind of uh, <laughs> kind of fun. But oh no, I'm kidding. But the point, I absolutely agree. It's just not the same, and uh, I miss it. I miss it a lot. Mm -hmm. So I I'd like to go at least see what I can. Yeah. Uh, you know, luckily they've already opened them around here. We've had this discussion a bunch of times. I'm just um waiting for something worth it to go out there um not saying worth it to take a risk because like i said our movie theater was really empty and was really good about their you know protocols that they were that they were taking uh going through stuff but uh if they release the snyder cut in march at theater like they're releasing it on hbo max i would much rather go watch it at the movie theater uh if i'm gonna if i'm gonna be able to watch it because like y'all said it's it's definitely worth it even though mm -hmm. it, probably gonna be four hours and i'm gonna have to plan my bladder correctly like like for in <laughs> pee in a which, cup which is, yeah i think Sorry. i don't know if the run pee thing is still around that was a great app <laughs> oh yeah where it would tell you what when you should go use the bathroom mm -hmm. there was really nothing going on the you bathroom, turn on, you turn it, on. it was like non-stop man that's the thing about some of the some of those movies though there's not yeah. really time to go pee agree yeah. Agree completely. What about you, Ryan? Would you would you rather? I mean, obviously, would rather watch it in theaters first. But would you take that bite that bullet and watch it at home and then watch it again? Yes, because um, yeah. like you guys were mentioning about the Easter eggs and stuff, it's a lot easier to stare at your computer screen, which is where I typically watch most of my stuff in on this thirty two inch monitor. So you can pause it, you can you know analyze it, especially with Black Widow or all the Marvel films or even the DC mm -hmm. ones for that matter. There's going to be stuff hidden in the background. Mm -hmm. And then go and get immersed into the whole experience of the sound and, you know, just the overall action experience. Because obviously they're going to have a lot of big sequences like that in the films. So you get it for that experience. Or like Fast 9. That's one of the films. I, I probably wouldn't care so much about watching it at home, to be honest. Maybe just to see what happens with Han, obviously, for that storyline purpose. But all the action stuff, you got to watch it. You need the surround sound mm -hmm. experience. You want the floor to be shaking your ass. You know, <laughs> yeah, per se, that's what you're going for is that that experience of it. Uh, spiral, uh, I don't care, I would just watch it at home. Yeah, I think it's an interesting question because, like, if you see, like, let's take Fast and the Furious, right? So, you see it, 
at the movie theater first, you get that immersive experience from being at the movie theater with it and the, you know, the bigger screen and the surround sound and all that stuff. And then you go back home and watch it on streaming or on Blu-ray or whatever. And it's like, you can better relive that experience and it helps carry over. Whereas if you just go see Fast and the Fu or Matrix 4, since that's coming to HBO Max or Godzilla, whatever those H other HBO Max big popcorn movies are, you just see it on HBO Max and you never get that movie theater experience. It's like in your mind, you don't have that connection later on. And I don't think it's as appealing to you to, to watch again at home because you don't have that mental connection, if that makes sense, to the mm -hmm. seeing it. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Like yeah, I said, I'm, I'm much more optimistic now. Yeah. I mean, for me, like, I w obviously miss the theater like the rest of you guys do, but if I got a chance to watch the movie that I want to watch at its intended release, even if it means watching from home, I'm more than happy to do it. And I'm more than happy to pay the $30 for the movie, more than happy to eventually, when it goes back in the theaters, give them more money and go watch in the theaters again. Um, but I'm honestly, for me, I'm tired of the argument of we need to watch it in theaters first. Like I, things are different these days. Mm -hmm. Let me enjoy the hard work that these people put into it. And I mean, there's going to be arguments on both sides. I know a lot of people like I've seen the Chris, Christopher Nolan argument where it's like, this is not the way movies are meant to be seen and we don't make it for TV. And like, I get that. Do you want money or not? Because I'm gonna, I'm trying to give you money here. I'm trying to enjoy your vision, and you know, I'm gonna enjoy it multiple times. Let me give you money so I can enjoy it now and enjoy it again later as well. Obviously, a lot of it is personal preference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's. But I really mean, it it's nice to have options, but I, I mean, I agree. It, a movie, a movie theater is an experience. That's what mm -hmm. they're selling. They're not selling you the movie. They're selling you the experience. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I think and, the good question is if Black Widow, for example, if people are like, oh, hey, you have an option. We're going to either bump everything back another year to 2022 right. for you to finally see Black Widow and start back up if you want your movie theater experience, or would you rather us go ahead and release it at home? And that's going to be the only place you would see it. I think I think I'd rather just go ahead and get it over with and watch it at home instead of waiting a whole year. I, I for that specific movie, I would agree. Now let let's play another hypothetical. Say Endgame hasn't come out yet, and they said that. I would have waited. Think? I would have waited, and I think it would have been in the company's best interest for a movie of that magnitude, where they were building it up for ten plus mm -hmm. years, to to delay it. You know. Mm -hmm. So, I, but I, but I mean, that's, that's the point is, you know, it kind of depends more on the, I think on the movie and, and the scenario. Yeah. It's like, the circumstance that first. surrounds it. Yeah. 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 I, I just throwing that out there, but I, I'm with you. I'd rather just, let's keep the MCU running. I mean, mm -hmm. Black Widow is actually a great quote unquote sacrificial movie to put out there to do that with versus mm -hmm. like Endgame or even, you know, Guardians three or something like that. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, but I'd be okay with the options. And I mean, you know, they, they, I know these people. One thing I will always give the movie industry is I think they do an excellent job listening to the consumer. I think they, they don't put shit out and say, you're going to like this. I think they know what their audience is going in mm -hmm. and really think that through. And, and same thing with all of these. And that's probably why, you know, um, Marvel has made the decision to keep pushing back Black Widow while DC has decided to release stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, it's just my thought, but... Ah, oh, movies. 
could we honestly keep going on and on and on about this stuff, which is a great because it's something that we all well, have I mean, a good interest in and and and, and uh, a passion for, right? Like, and we will. I mean, that's the nice thing is we, we we can definitely come back and visit this in you know, technically next week, but it, probably a couple months. Hopefully, we've seen <laughs> some things and can see what else is coming out and be really excited about it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Two two good movie podcasts in a row. We did 79 with uh, Prague. Make sure you check that out if you haven't. We talk uh, indie movies uh, and cult classic movies. Uh, Prague has a ton, ton, a ton, ton of insight uh, that he brought to the table. Um, thank you, Joy, for making your 26 list of <laughs> movies this, good list. <laughs> for this week. Um, as we've all Googled through and we're just, you know, some of the dates are still wrong. Um, so please don't take our word for it. Uh, well, no, probably, they could change it by the time you listen to this. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> they could announce a hundred more movies by right. Monday. Right. I mean, <laughs> we'll never know. Yeah, exactly. I'm um, still mad about Bob's Burgers not being this year, but. No, it's going to be great. I'm, I'm excited for that one. I, I am too. That's why I'm, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Hopefully it doesn't turn out to be like the Simpsons movie because that was not great. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. All right. Um, thank you everyone for joining us this week uh, for our uh, movie discussion preview. Unfortunately, we went way too long with movie talk. There's no game this week. Joey's very sad. Um, he looks sad right now. He's crying. He left. He's not even he here left. anymore. He's, He's so mad about it. Yeah, he's eating pretzels. Okay, all right. Go. He brought more pretzels back. I got over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening this week. Uh, we do appreciate your support. Um, just a couple more housekeeping things for the week. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore Dorksman. Um, Ryan will be doing his thing uh, Tuesdays. No, nope. not Tuesdays. Tuesday, Monday, is Thursday, Saturday. Yes. Yes. Monday, Thursday, Saturday, twitch.tv slash Asian Tony Stark. Um, he'll be doing his thing. Follow him on Twitter to, to see what he's up to. Uh, Tuesday nights, we'll have Clint doing the Nintendo streaming uh, with Sully on our channel, twitch.tv slash the underscore dorksman. Uh, what's it this week? Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Ooh. Some yeah, rivalry in there. Mm-hmm. So I know that like there's, I know Reyna jumps in there and destroys everybody. Reyna just destroys but, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. It, it, we all play for second place. That's all. <laughs> she was savage on game night on Friday, which was amazing. Um, Speaking of game night, when is that? Yeah, Friday, seven o'clock Pacific time. Twitch.tv, the underscore docs, dorksman, doxman. The the dog. the what are we, dogs now? Are we hot dogs? <laughs> we oh, dogs? hot dog. Oh, uh, Twitch.tv. Slash the underscore dorksman, uh, 7 p.m. on Friday nights. We do the Jackbox games. Uh, Ryan usually hosts that. Uh, it's a good time. We'll be on Discord if you want to come uh, hear our lovely voices and hang out. We had like 12 people on the Discord the other night mm-hmm. on yeah, Friday, was which was like awesome. Uh, we had like close to like 50 people, I think, in the chat hanging out, playing games with us. So um, it's honestly so great to see that still strong and going strong and having such a big turnout almost just about almost a year into this thing that we're doing it um so it's great to see everyone come out and and hang out with that um so yeah please please continue to do that um yeah am i missing anything i think i'm missing anything got it that's the week 
Sweet. Thank you again for listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you guys at the movies in like two <laughs> years when it's safe. <laughs> uh, that's my secret. I'm always angry. Fear and loathing sucks. Word, homies. Please, no gang signs.